Welcome to the Wing Chun Podcast, the Sifu's Stories, the place where the world's most renowned Sifus share their stories and insights. I am your host, Bogdan Brosho. We're here with uh, Sifu Esther Kovac, and uh, I'm very excited to hear her, uh, to hear more about her journey, uh, her challenges, and um, how she actually decided to become a, uh, a Sifu. Because as we all know, there are very few women instructors out there, and um, I think we should open ourselves and be uh, a lot more encouraging to girls and women to pick up Wing Chun. Sifu Esther, how are you today? <laughs> and thank you for the invitation. You are very, very welcome. How did you start with uh, Wing Chun? Did you do any martial arts before? No, I haven't done any martial arts before. Wing Chun was the first and uh, actually love for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was 12 years old. It was long ago. Wow. <laughs> it was 23 years ago. And, wow, wow. That's a huge experience. Uh, exactly. And ever since uh, I've been practicing Wing Chun and for 18 years I've been teaching Wing Chun non-stop and I still plan this for the next 50 years. That is incredible. It actually makes me think of one of my students that started when uh, when she was 12. <laughs> it's very, very cool. And um, how did you, how was it for you in the beginning? I mean, what made you decide to to start Wing Chun? Actually, I was an only child and uh, I always wanted to have a sister or a brother. And right. uh, I, when I went to the uh, Wing Chun school here in Saget, in my mm-hmm. hometown, uh, I found the Wing Chun family. And uh, we weren't just uh, practitioners or, or friends, but mm-hmm. it was much more. And ever since, uh, also with my students, I feel like family. And this is something that I missed from my childhood, and and Winchun gave it to me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I see it in my school as well. Uh, the connections that you form inside the school can last a lifetime. Exactly. Awesome. Um, so, how did you feel in the beginning um, towards the martial arts side? Because uh, last week um, we um, we spoke with. Sifu Della O'Sullivan and um, she said for, for her it was a huge challenge you know the fighting aspect being a, being a woman how was that for you? Also in Hungary there were always uh, fewer ladies than men mm-hmm. and it was always a challenge for uh, the ladies to fight with the guys because obviously ladies don't fight with the ladies but uh, we have to defend ourselves against guys so we always had uh, guy partners, boy mm-hmm. partners, and uh, actually the challenge was at the age of 12 or not even at the age of uh, 18 or 17 when I started teaching, um, it was a little bit of challenge to uh, make the man accept me as an instructor. Yeah. Uh, it was again long ago, 18 years ago, but mm-hmm. the challenge is right now, at present, uh, because I have three young daughters. Yeah. And uh, to, Congratulations! <laughs> thank you. To to continue Winchun with the same uh, fighting heart uh, is not the same. 
and uh, it's it's not easy and uh, I still manage I'm going to all three or four mentioned classes every week uh, one of my daughters is only four months old so maybe she will <laughs> get up during this interview so you can also hear her voice uh, but you know ladies have uh, different uh, different goals also and if you uh, i mean in hungary at least if a lady starts winchun mm -hmm. uh, she she can be successful for five ten years but right. when she she has a family gets married they usually stop mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and they pay attention only to the the husband to the kids but uh, this is where I didn't stop and, and I think that's a big thing. And why, why do you feel that happens? Uh, it's hard to explain it to men, but <laughs> it's easy to explain it to mothers. Yeah. So when, when a, a daughter gets sick, uh, our place is at home. When a daughter right. hates us, our place is at home. But still, uh, I have a loving husband. I have uh, really great uh, parents who help me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always manage to go to the uh, Kung Fu classes. And, and that's something that convinces me that it's the, it's the good way. Excellent. Excellent. We uh, recently started a kids class um, in our school here in Bucharest. And I was talking to one of the mothers... Um, that uh, brought her child and she was saying, you know, all the child was like, the girl was like four, I think. And uh, she was saying like, all these years, I just dedicate myself to my girl and my girl. And she's like uh, focused 100% uh, for her for her children. And I'm sure this happens for, for fathers as well, because raising a child is not something uh, that you do. Like, it's not, it's not easy, right? It's always uh, a challenge and it's also very rewarding. And I'm sure a lot of fathers also put themselves on the side to focus on the child. Yet at the same time, if you don't take care of yourself, right? If you're not balanced, if you're not well, if your mind state is not calm, something that Wing Chun helps you a lot, it's it's going to be even more challenging to be a parent. So, yeah, yeah, I always encourage people not to um, you know to take that into consideration as well. So, yeah. And actually, I have uh, many students who are fathers and mothers, and, and they always convince me that it, it can be a family program as well. Yes. And uh, last year, uh, it was a big change in our lives. Uh, I'm teaching with my husband. Mm -hmm. uh, and last year, after 22 years, we uh, quit the association we used to belong, and we founded our own, own association. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we had a lot to do with it, to start almost from the beginning, but obviously with the same group, because uh, as I said, it's a family and the yeah. students uh, uh, won't go apart. And um, and I was pregnant with my third girl uh, mm -hmm. at the time when we made this decision. Yeah. And uh, we also started my my uh, biggest daughter. Uh, she's uh, now four, four years old, and she just started kindergarten. And mm -hmm. the director there asked us to teach uh, the local kids, yeah. and we had a group of uh, 24 kids uh, between the ages of five and six. And it was a brand new experience because in my um, Kung Fu school, we had uh, students from the age of six. And uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. basically that was the youngest age I, I ever had 
uh, experience with. And now we have to cope with this, these kids. And now I understand them much more. I understand my kids more, and I understand this uh, group, group of children. That's great. You know, I, I'd love to talk a bit about that because um, I, for one, had a lot of resistance towards teaching uh, Wing Chun to children. Um, but once I did, some, some things changed in my perspective. What changed for you when you started working with, uh, with children of that age? Uh, what change? Yeah, what change? yeah, yeah. Like in your understanding of Wing Chun, in your understanding of children. Uh, patience <laughs> is the core. Uh, because uh, in my school we had like 10% kids, but otherwise I'm teaching adults and mostly men. We yeah. have uh, quite many ladies, but, but still uh, most of the uh, Wing Chun practitioners in, in my school are men. Mm -hmm. And only few kids came because uh, we, teach we teach them together. Usually the um, adult Wing Chun practitioners' kids came to our classes. And uh, I didn't have to be that patient. And now as we are teaching a separate children's group, yeah. now, now I have to be more patient and more games, more more happiness and uh, so this is what what changed excellent excellent yeah i'd encourage uh, more people to start teaching uh children although the the program will not be basically at least for us we don't teach the same way as the adults i mean we don't teach the form to kids because they're not going to sit in one place to do the the form you know not not if in in a classroom full of kids okay Awesome. Um, so you mentioned that it was a challenge for you to have men accept you as a, a as a martial arts teacher. How was that? Can you give us a bit more uh, detail on that? Yeah. So I was a teenager when I started uh, teaching. I was seventeen when I opened mm -hmm. my own school, and wow. uh, at at that age, uh, it was hard for me to uh, make myself uh, being accepted by adults and by men so it was at the same time and uh, what i did i put always my name uh, on the posters on the leaflets on the flyers mm -hmm. and uh, all those guys who came to the classes they knew that they will face a girl there right. so it wasn't a surprise but obviously those guys also came who wanted to uh prove something yeah, like like who wanted to see if I if I can defend myself or or uh, how how I can fight and mm -hmm. um, I could always defend myself, which was lucky, and I uh, got <laughs> so, so much experience that after some years I didn't have uh, any um, self uh, so problems in myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was actually a growth, a, a growing experience for you as well. Yes, having exactly. people challenge you like that exactly <laughs> awesome awesome um <clears throat> what keeps you what keeps you going today on your wing chun journey what um, inspires you wing chun is my life so my life cannot go without wing chun uh and because my husband is also practicing and teaching with me. Uh, we can practice at home together. We are always discussing the uh, things of the Wing Chun School. And uh, it's also part of my other family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And 
obviously the, there are these cliches that that Wing Chun keeps you fit, Wing Chun keeps you healthy, right. uh, Wing Chun keeps you uh, motivated. Uh, but the the thing is that that I really love teaching, and I have uh, students who are already masters, mm -hmm. and uh, and I really enjoy spending time with them, and I really enjoy showing them that they can believe in themselves. At first, I didn't believe in myself, not yeah. even when I started into or when I started my own school. So it takes it took some time, uh, and. I can give you one uh, example to this. So why I started at the mm -hmm. really very beginning, 23 years ago, uh, my physical education teacher in the primary school said that I won't be able to, I mean, uh, said that I should do some push-ups, like five. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't perform any. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he uh, humiliated me in front of the whole class that I'm the weakest girl in the whole class. Wow. I knew that there were other girls who couldn't do the push-ups, but it was me in front of everybody else. So that was the last row that broke the camel's back and I started uh, doing something. And the Wing Chun poster was the first that I've seen on the mm -hmm. streets of mm -hmm. Seged. And uh, I went to the Wing Chun school. I started to become stronger and stronger. And the next time he, this physical education teacher wanted to humiliate me, I could do not even 10, but 10, not even five, but 10 push-ups. Mm -hmm. And he was quite surprised. And uh, that was the, the first motivation or first thing that made me believe in myself. And I experienced the same situation in... Uh, in high school when my uh, English teacher said that I won't be able to learn English <laughs> and I, I will never have, have a language examination. This language examination in Hungary is an important thing because you need it for the university degree, you need it for uh, job applications, so for yeah. many And uh, right now I have nine language exams. Uh, I speak nine languages and wow. I have certificate uh, to prove it and when I went back to the um, to the school and, and she read it actually in a newspaper and, and she faced me and, and she congratulated. It was a Did you remind her, you remember that day when you told me that I'll never learn English? Yeah, yeah my, my classmates did. We had a <laughs> reunion and my classmates told her that, hey, do you remember that uh, what you said to Esther, and uh, it, it was a pleasure actually to see her face and, and her surprise. Yeah, prove them wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Prove everybody wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I also f remember uh, when I started out, I just wanted to prove everyone that ever doubted me wrong and just show them, look, it's possible, right? You can do it as well. Um, so how did you decide to teach? Was there Was there like an episode in your life when somebody said, you will never be able to teach Wing Chun in some... <laughs> No, but uh, I was always planning to become a, a Wing Chun master and a Wing Chun teacher ever since I started Wing Chun because I found really? something there mm -hmm. and uh, I, I knew that the direction will be having a university degree because that's something that my parents expect me to do and I want to yeah. practice Wing Chun and teach Wing Chun and uh, uh, from the very beginning, mm -hmm. basically, and, and when I was 17 and I was close to the uh, last exam of the, the high school, uh, my parents let me open my own school and, and uh, then nobody could stop me from, wow. from and sharing and 
And actually, uh, now we founded uh, an association and the name doesn't have Winchun in it. So we are teaching Winchun, mm -hmm. but it has Wu Da. Uh, let me tell you why, why it's the name. Uh, I'm not, not sure if you know the meaning of Wu Da. Wu Da, uh, wu da in Cantonese dialect, it's Modak. And it means it means the mar martial virtues. So basically, the ethical codex of the martial artists. Okay. Uh, similar to the bushido in mm -hmm. uh, Japanese, and we also have uh, something similar in Europe, I think. And um, Confucius is seventy uh, third uh, descendant. Uh, is a calligrapher and he visited Hungary last year and he painted the Wuda calligraphy after mm -hmm. he got to know me and uh, my husband and he said that in our Kung Fu school he feels this, he knows that we have these kind of uh, virtues Beautiful. and we can use it as the logo of our or the symbol of our school. And we were very proud, uh, this is what we, we have, it, uh, have in our uh, t-shirt, on our trousers, in our flag. And uh, this symbol, symbol means really a lot to us because in many associations, not only in Wing Chun, not only in other martial arts, but, but everywhere, I think, uh, there are hidden costs and financial purposes. And the martial ethics uh, say that we should always share what we know. We should always help. We should always give. Yes. And, and this is something that uh, we we have in all our training. So these virtues, the patience, the the, uh, the courage, and and all these we, we talk about. We live them. Yeah. We share them with the kids, with the adults. Absolutely, absolutely. Very few people in in the world realize that the more you share, the actually the more you gain. And um, this is actually one of the best. Uh, you know, for people who want to make a living out of Wing Chun, share, share what you know, allow people to get access to your information for free. There's so much, you know, this today it's, it's not about not having information. It's, it, we have an information overload. What we need is connection actually. Mm -hmm. right? sure. uh, yeah. Allow people to connect with you on a deeper, a deeper level. Absolutely. Um, so what would be, what would be your wing, your favorite Wing Chun related story that you can, uh, share with us? Um, actually this, uh, story is in connection with, uh, how we founded this association. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, again, after 22 years, I, uh, started, uh, I wouldn't say not believing in myself, but I needed my husband's support to yes. think that we can do it. Even if I'm pregnant, even if uh, we have to go in a direction that we, we don't really know what's at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sat down with him and uh, talked about what to do, where to go, because we, we don't want to uh, be involved anymore in this kind of uh, financial and and uh, politics mm -hmm. and and uh, no virtues uh, so in martial arts there are much more than the techniques especially in Wing Chun there are much more than than techniques and and uh, and the sets and and Chiso programs I've, I've done them 
yeah. but something is missing which is behind the scenes which is behind the techniques and uh, I, I met uh, luckily I could meet uh, many uh, Wing Chun masters for, for example Sean Rockliffe uh, in, in London or mm -hmm. Hong Chikung mm -hmm. in, in China and it was so amazing that they showed me that yes you can you can practice and be, teach Wing Chun from the heart uh, it, it doesn't have to be uh, always so expensive that I experienced it to be in my former, I mean, in the association that I former used to uh, be. And also Kong Chikung, he, he invited me to lunches, to dinners, and, and he, he taught me for free uh, mm -hmm. just because he saw I, I want to learn and I'm eager to, to know everything he, he, he can share with me. And yeah. uh, the same is true to, to other marsh, uh, martial artists like, like Sean Rockliffe. I had the uh, same experience in Italy. And uh, I, I don't, I'm sorry, but I, I won't be able to mention all the names. Mm -hmm because there are quite many and uh, and this is something that we can do in Saged and and uh, and it's possible now I know it because now in our Vinchun school uh, we can teach these virtues we we can leave aside the financial part obviously the school uh, has to uh, stay alive mm -hmm. but uh, all my students know that uh, we we want to share everything so I, I'm also teaching the most advanced techniques uh, when it's time and uh, like Biuji Chiso sections right. and, uh, weapons and it's not uh, so would would this be your um, would you say that the fact that you're teaching Wing Chun from the heart again is that is your favorite Wing Chun related story Mm -hmm. that you came back to that uh, essence again, right? Yeah, and even if uh, during like 24, uh, 22 years uh, somebody's been telling you that you have to charge, you have to ask for more money, you can still change because it's in you, so you, you just have to find that uh, part in you which feels the what is what is ethical? What is just? What is what is straightforward? And and this is what we started to teach. And now more and more uh, instructors are uh, writing us and calling us, and now we have more schools. And uh, it's, I'm very happy to see that more people want to want to go this way. You know, I, I personally don't think that ethics go against uh, go against uh, finances. I'm I I personally think that the more ethical and the, the cooler you are with with the people around you, and the more you respect them the more you will actually gain financially in, in the long run. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, it's, um, I'm on the journey of helping 1 million people unleash their power and, and uh, heal themselves as uh, people who are following this note. And I, I honestly think that the more you, you help, the more you are there and the more you do things from the heart, Things will take care of themselves, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, when you put when you put money above people, then you have a problem. Exactly. Right? You put the people first, and the money will take care of itself. Right? So <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Honestly, uh, yeah. People are not resources. People are people are people. <laughs> Excellent. 
Um, so what would be, one of my students actually asked me, um, he gave me some feedback last night regarding the podcast. He said, I'd love it if you would ask a, a, a bit more about the technical side. Like, what would you recommend people um, on a technical level to do more of? Maybe to progress faster or maybe to have a better foundation or maybe to improve their fighting skills from your experience. What could you share in, um, in those terms? Mm -hmm. um, the core is motivation, I think. And actually right now I'm a PhD researcher and motivation is uh, at my focus. Awesome. So yeah, and now I'm doing second language uh, motivation, uh, especially English. But but the point is that I want to find things uh, which are general and true to Wing Chun and languages and and uh, yeah, and everything. Yeah. And and uh, motivation. So if you have motivation, I also had motivation uh, at the very beginning. I want to be. I wanted to be better than myself. I wanted to be better than what I used to be. A day before, yeah, and um, I always had different uh, motivations. For example, I wanted to teach better, or I wanted to uh, be able to express myself better, yeah. or I wanted to become a better fighter, or a bit faster, or or mm -hmm. more skillful. So uh, these are like sub goals, but you should always set a goal for yourself. And uh, when you have a compass it should point the right direction, the correct direction. And mm -hmm. when you have it, then you have to start your journey. You know, there's this um, uh, Wing Chun theory when all these, uh, the five elements are in connection uh, with the five uh, sets and the weapons. Mm -hmm. The, the sinim toe level is in connection with the fire, the inner fire, when you have to set your goal, believe in it and Focus. start going. The Chunkyu is the water, uh, and you have to find a bridge through the river, uh, symbolic for Chunkyu. And this this teaches you. Can I tell you the whole story? Oh yeah, it's it's very very interesting. Okay, good. because my students just love this story, and I'm not sure if all your audience have heard it or not. Yeah, we're using the five elements in our school as well, so this is excellent what you're, uh, okay. what you're sharing. So, so uh, very short, uh, the chunky level is this, uh, when you start looking for the bridge, uh, looking for solutions, and not looking for walls that can stop you. You know, these kind of people who always say, I can't do this because I won't be able because, but you're uh, looking for ways to do it. Yes. That's the chunky level. And then we have the beauty level, the earth. Mm -hmm. uh, you just imagine yourself on the top of a high mountain. Right. And, and you, you know, the, the beauty movement not to fall down when you're looking for your balance. Uh, for example, the, the, in inner balance of the body, mind, and the soul, right. and looking for the balance uh, between teaching and uh, learning, not forgetting learning, mm -hmm. um, and that's the point where you can look down from where you came and look uh, behind you or or in front of you from another point of view uh, where you want to go. And the next one, the wooden dummy, is obviously the wood, uh, and you imagine 
you just have to find your way because there's no i mean there's an instructor for you mm -hmm. but but that's the place where you have to find your own way and in the forest uh, you have to find your own fears and that's a really big part of the journey for the masters i think and the long pole belongs to this stage also and the last stage is the uh, dao the, the the knives and the element in connection with it is Metal. the Metal, exactly, and that's where you start to become a weapon yourself. Not only your body, like being strong and dynamic and uh, efficient, but also your your mental skills mm -hmm. should follow, and and also your your soul should become kind of a weapon, like like uh, in in terms of understanding the whole thing and and not being afraid and and knowing what you want to do, and uh, then the journey starts again and again absolutely i heard people talking about the uh the knives when you're training with your knives actually something changes inside of you become because you become a lot more aggressive and a lot more precise uh exactly and naturally uh, i wouldn't say more aggressive but mm. but you uh, uh so when you set your own uh or you find your own limits and uh, with the dao you can see that there's much more much farther and and your limits start to uh, expand awesome so there's actually an expansion though great yeah i don't feel uh, aggressive but but i feel this kind of a surprise when i'm i'm, I'm practicing with the dao yeah awesome awesome excellent i love it i love it that you uh you shared this um with uh with everyone and uh, <laughs> i see a lot of value in uh, looking at wing chun that way and in mm. and connecting all the dots basically <laughs> thank you excellent thank you so much thank you very much great um sifu uh sifu esther where can people get in touch with you and um get some inspiration to train wing chun to uh become an uh, an academic and um you know overcome any any challenges especially when somebody says You'll never be able to do this. Go and prove everyone uh, wrong. Where can they, where, where can they uh, get in touch with you? Uh, email, Skype, mm -hmm. personal. <laughs> uh, if they come to Saget, they are more than welcome. Uh, if they visit my website, they can see the email address and I'm happy to answer all the uh, people addicted to Winchun. Excellent, excellent. Guys, head out to um, um, to check out uh, Sifu Wester's um, website. I'll post a link in the uh, description. And um, if you want to support me on my journey towards helping 1 million people unleash their power and heal themselves through Wing Chun, please go ahead and share this uh, podcast with your friends. And also go ahead and uh, leave us an, uh, a review on iTunes. It helps. And I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for, uh, for your time.